Week in Geek, number 25. Coming to you live from deep inside a pack of Burger King burger shots, which are nothing like burger buddies, which were nothing like burger bundles. Ooh, that's pretty interesting. I wish I had a burger shot right now. Or a burger buddy. Which, which, where are we coming live from? <laughs> from They're burger shots now. So... Uh, our sometime guest host, Lori, and I were arguing about this because she said they were called Burger Bundles, and I said they were called Burger Buddies. And it turns out they were both at different points during the 80s. I see. And everyone else in the world calls them sliders. Ah, why do they call them sliders? I don't uh, – Because they go from dimension to dimension, sating people's hunger. Exactly. Um, or they call them crystals or white castles because you know, they did them first. I see. We're, so, we're, hi, I'm your host, Pat, the fast food expert. And I'm your other host, Craig, the not fast food expert. Although, I have, to, I have, I actually have something value added to say that I just heard of today. The Burger King Whopper Bar. Have you seen the Burger King Whopper Bar? I know, and I'm just picturing this horrific monstrosity of chocolate and special sauce. <laughs> no, no, not that kind of bar. It's it's more of like a uh, it kind of looks like a concession stand. I, oh, I don't. So, so it's not like some place where you go order a flame grilled martini. No, no, no. Uh, you could though. Uh, it, it's actually very interesting. It is definitely a monstrosity. It's it's a uh, an abomination of nature. So, so it's uh, like a portable cart of Burger King food. No, it looks like a, it reminds me of like a, where you would go. It looks like there's like a counter. With and it looks like there's some soda fountains on there, but in but it's all kind of like it looks a little bit more southwestern or kind of less like a fast food restaurant and more like a like a I don't know mid, middle middle of the road fast food restaurant or like a a nice like fast fast casual yeah fast casual yeah exactly and it looks like in this picture it has like a little fireplace uh, I just put a link in the show notes so you might want to check it out because it's it, it, when I look at that I say you know what. I know th- at that burger bar, I could have it my way. Wow. Um, it, so it's like the Starbucks of Burger King. That, this sounds really awful. Yeah. You know, if you look at it, it's just – I'm looking at it, and it's like a train wreck. I can't look away. It, it's like I don't think we need to encourage people to go to Burger King. We no, need- don't don't go to Burger King. It's bad for you. I mean, I, okay, I swilled down a ton of it tonight. Ah. But I'm going to die. I mean, like I don't smoke, so I figure I can I can eat. Yeah, well, I think we should be encouraging people to go to Orphan King. <laughs> uh, do they serve orphans there? Um, no, they don't actually let orphans in at all. Ha <laughs> 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 You totally met, walked into that one. Actually, it, it was a setup, so thanks for, thanks for catching it. Good oh. job. Go team! Go team Tweaking Geek. So, Pat... Uh, you What's, know, I almost missed this session tonight because Google sucks. Google does suck. I mean, we geek culture reveres Google like they have their corporate do no evil mantra, which they usually stick to, and they produce all sorts of cool free products, and they yeah. host jQuery, so we like them for that. Yep. But uh, two of their products have just consistently sucked today, right? So we use Google Docs to share our show notes and tap. No naughty messages back and forth while we're recording, um, but uh, it didn't work today. Uh, you sent the document to me, and I got like five spams from their auto yeah. mailer. Yeah, so that was awful. That was awful. Uh, and so Google Calendar is like my glue because basically everything in 
all of my computers talk to my BlackBerry, and then my BlackBerry talks to Google Calendar. And that's how this horrible system that I keep all of my different machines synced. <laughs> I, 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 well, I'm just like kind of thinking. I agree that uh, there, you know, I, I use my uh, iPod Touch, at its calendar, but then I have it synchronized with Outlook, which I don't actually use Outlook, but Outlook syncs with uh, Google Calendar uh, via uh, Google Gears. So it's just this kind of, you know, this two step thing. Right. And as you well know, um, I didn't laugh because of the monstrosity of PC to BlackBerry to Google wirelessly. I laughed because you actually did just type a pretty awful. Oh, <laughs> yes, joke. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't say what I typed to you because this is a family show. What kind of family listens to this show? A family that listens to Tweak and Geek together murders orphans together. <laughs> that's right. I'd like to think that. Let me see. The Osmonds are listening to us, or maybe the Partridge family. Don't you think that Tweak and Geek, the main audience of Tweak and Geek, is like peppy singing families? Um, the Von Trapps. I bet the Von Trapps listen to Tweak and Geek. Yeah. So, uh, so what's that? <laughs> a Google Calendar. We're, we're talking about Google Calendar. Let's get back to that. No, no more advice here. <laughs> okay. Um, so we use Google Calendar to schedule Tweak and Geek. Uh, which is awesome because it handles all sorts of stuff like our time zone differences and all all that fun. Does it, you know, I was thinking about that earlier. So it it does actually handle the time zone difference. Yes. Oh, great. Um, as an aside, I've written a calendar entry generator before, and it's easiest just to make them all work in uh, Greenwich Mean Time. Oh, nice. Or Zulu, if you feel like sounding cool. It's way cool <laughs> to say that. It's like we'll meet at O three hundred Zulu. Zulu. Makes you sound like an action hero, um, but when you when you accept a appointment in Google Calendar, it doesn't tell the person who sent it to you. Yes, I mean if you're on a Gmail address, just go ahead and send an email for me. I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, I mean if someone says yes, I'll do it. You know, just say, you know, these four people have accepted your offer because I've noticed it before. Where I've invited you to one, and then I go look at the the entry later i'm like i wonder if pat knows about this and i'll say oh look it, he accepted it like whatever five days ago now if only someone would invent a technology where i could automatically send you an asynchronous message to let you know that i'd accepted it maybe <laughs> we could call it like electronic mail it would be like sending an rsvp postcard see i'm wondering here here's my thought and you can correct me if i'm wrong because i probably am is it a possibility that perhaps now, we all know that Outlook functions exactly the way that we're talking about. Microsoft Outlook, uh, when you send a message or a, uh, an invitation, as people respond to your invitation, you get an email. I wonder if Microsoft has like a patent on that or something. I wonder if they don't do it because they're not allowed to. Because it seems pretty obvious that you would want to do that. Or, or that maybe it w- they just don't want to because they're too busy you know, implementing features like having to do math problems to send the email on weekends. That is also a very good point. Uh, I, I, I just don't know. I, I think I bet there's like some, some legal reason because it is like an obvious feature you know, of a mail client. So that, that would just be my guess. All right, anyway- so Google, get on that. Yeah, we we need you to kind of go ahead and implement that change, please. This weekend. This weekend would be the good time. So, 
Uh, yeah, and I I agree. So Google Docs and Google Calendar are fantastic applications. They just don't quite do 100% of what they need to do all the time. And you know what? You could say, well... I want it, a refund. Yeah, you get what you pay for. But we got what we paid for, I guess. All right. Uh, so what's new? Well, something kind of fascinating came out today. Or actually, I think it was yesterday or two days ago, or I don't even know when. And You know, I, it's going to be like a week from now by the time we get the show edited, so who yeah, knows? Something interesting happened a week ago. But, you know, <laughs> it, I, and this one totally flew over my head. I did not even know, notice it till my friend called me up and told me about it. I actually called and left him a message, and he's like, I, you, you know, did you hear about the new iPod Shuffle? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, I thought that's why you called me. Like, he's, I'm like, no. Usually I'm like so iPod-centric. So Apple released... A new super small iPod. You might call it the iPod Shuffle, like grain of sand edition. It's this thing is petite, like it's about two inches by less than half an inch. That's very small. That's like the size of a battery. You know what it looks like to me? It looks like it's about the size of a stick of dentine. Wow, um, that's small. Like, are there even any electronics, or have they finally like transcended this? crude world of matter see i don't i think so i mean i i really don't know it's one of those things where some of the features are that it has special apple earbuds that the little controls for your uh earbud or for the music player the shuffle are actually on the cord up to your ears so it's kind of cheating i would say because it actually offloaded some of the electronics into the uh into the earbuds but, you know, whatever. I mean, you really can't complain. Then it also has, like, a switch where you can uh, you can select, you know, play random or you can play, uh, you know, play the, the whatever you call it, the, what do you call this, playlist. You know, or, or you can play the playlist kind of, like, start to finish. You could play a list of songs. I know. I'm I'm, I'm losing my brain here. So yeah, we were both up really late last night, I think. So this we is were. Weird. This is like the worst show we've ever recorded. So I know you you were probably yeah. <laughs> you were you were up like feeding the poor and I was up watching reruns of King of the Hill, so <laughs> you know the last time I pulled an all nighter is just because uh, I thought I was watching an episode of MASH and it, like an hour and a half later I realized it was a movie. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh wow. But by then I was hooked, right? So I'm like, I gotta watch the rest of it. Yeah. Mash is a good movie. All right, so anyway, back to the iPod Shuffle. We're Sorry. segueing again uh, a lot. But okay, so interesting features about this. It is the smallest iPod ever, and it also has four gigabytes of storage, which is pretty impressive because the old ones had one gigabyte. So now it's not the size of a pack of gum. It's the size of a stick of gum, and it has uh, four times as much memory as the old one. And You're now 40? here... Four gigs is a lot. My iPod Mini, which was the size of several packs of gum, it's the size of like two extra large packs. Wow. Yeah, and that was four gigs, and that had a hard drive. <laughs> well, I know it's amazing. All right, but there's I've one both ways in the snow. <laughs> yeah, and it was steam powered. <laughs> uh, so, no, the interesting feature about this though is that it talks to you. I don't. Wow. What does it I don't say like. Seriously, more Britney Spears? 
if it doesn't, it should. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not exactly sure what it says, but it uses a technology called voiceover. And uh, you know how a- Apple can take anything that is uh, kind of obvious and you give it like a kind of a fancy sounding name and all of a sudden it's a new technology. For instance, with Genius, find songs that are related to this song. It's called Genius. I think we call the technology get the obvious. Apple treatment, like it'll be synthesized voice, but it'll be like synthesized voice with a Euro trash, you know, unplaceable, sexy accent. Exactly. It, it, it's let's just say that the uh, it, it's the iPod Shuffle. It talk it, it talks, but not to you. <laughs> it, it's it's it it wouldn't be seen in public with you. So it would say, you said, you know, it's like you, you click to play the next song, be like, um, do I know you? <laughs> click to play the next song, and it's like, um, could you put me in your pocket? <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're crimping my style. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that the iPod Shuffle is the only MP3 player that upgrades its owner. So, and I see you wrote here, it's also multilingual. Yeah, there's like 14 languages, which All I right, think is so, good. So here's my problem with this. It's got no display screen or anything. I would inevitably screw with it, mess up, get it set to Mandarin, and like not be able to use it ever again. You know, I'm not sure how you change the language. My guess is that it's probably you change it in iTunes. and Maybe you, you like think of the language to it. Yeah, well – and now it and does, yet, even when it's speaking in Mandarin, it does it. It does so with a sexy Euro trash accent. But when it speaks in Mandarin, you're talking about it speaks the language of the oranges, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, that was my corny one of the day. Uh, so no, th- so this uh, shuffle, uh, I don't know if it comes in different colors or not, but I could say that. It's still a kind of a cute little player, and it has a little clip. But you know, for it's, I think it's an interesting technology. It's not necessarily this particularly like innovative thing. It's just a small iPod, but it's cool. And I don't think it has uh, the accelerometer in it, so you can't like shake to shuffle or anything. Right. So everyone who I've known who has a shuffle, um, inevitably, it's because they use it when they're active, because they're you know teeny tiny and no moving parts. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I think that is. Uh, like a pretty reasonable one. Now, one of the things that was wrong with the uh, the old iPod Shuffle was that there was actually like a huge issue with uh, synchronizing your podcasts. Whereas the normal iPods will just kind of synchronize them and handle them, the Shuffle wouldn't like just kind of randomly pick uh, I, you know podcasts. It treated them completely differently, and it would only do music unless you kind of were clever about it. So there's kind of I wonder if that's still the case. I, my assumption is yes, but so this is this is interesting because I mean we Apple's not known for low prices, and yet they still really push this low end of their iPod line. Yeah, seventy nine dollars. Wow, I know, but you know it's you're going to send me one, right? Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> sure. It's in the mail already. <laughs> oh, great! But you know, I, I guess you can't really. Except for something that's like has gold and diamonds in it, it's hard to justify paying much more than eighty dollars for something that small. I mean, you know, like handheld equipment, you know, hundreds of dollars because it like it's kind of something tangible that does something. This like basically looks like like a silver rectangle. Yeah. Do you like so? Like, I mean, I mean they're, they're not for me, right? I'm not I'm not active enough for that to matter. My touch has been just fine. Yeah. 
Um, even at the gym. I mean, but you know, for people who are like maybe more runners, yeah, or, or really active, or like you know, wearing it while they work or whatever, if they do physical kind of work. I mean, I, I don't even know what I'm talking about here. That's, that's how big of a like pasty geeky wimp I am. Wow. Yeah. So you, yeah, R- running is when you actually move fast on purpose. Oh, so I I went to a track workout recently, and I would have loved to have had a an iPod Shuffle because it would have taken my mind off the fact that I wanted to puke the entire time. <laughs> wow. We did this this thing called plyometrics, which is I think Latin for look like a retard. Ah. Uh, and you do all these like really weird running exercises, and you you like within twenty minutes you want to puke. It's it's amazing. Oh, that's great. And it would be much more palatable. I'd be like, I may be puking, but I'm puking with Stefan, my iPod. <laughs> with Stefan. things in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> this is my iPod, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, so, all right. So, would you recommend the iPod Shuffle, the new iPod Shuffle, to everybody? I've never seen one. I'll let you know after I see one. Okay, so would you recommend that everybody have world peace? And by yes, extension, really- so is this in stores yet? Um, that's a great question. <laughs> and it's Our not one- research department is getting fired. It's <laughs> a great question, not one that I can answer, but it is a good, very good question. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have long words with our uh, our research department. Um, it is in the Apple Store right now. So. Oh, it is? Okay. And it comes in two colors, silver and charcoal, it looks. Silver and charcoal. In other words, black and white. <laughs> um, Stefan would like to tell you that uh, it's, it's silver or charcoal. <laughs> it comes in ecru and alabaster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. And this is something I always found ironic. So you can get free laser engraving. Who would ever do that to their iPod? I mean, the beauty of it is that it's like perfect and sleek and machine. I got I got free laser engraving on my iPod. Wow. You, you know, suck. You want to know what it says? What does it say? The boss. <laughs> wow. That's like witty. <laughs> well, it is. Stefan would not approve. <laughs> Well, I didn't do it because Stefan was already taken, so it's the boss. Uh, and, and that's not a reference to Bruce Springsteen. So uh, so are you going to go get one of these? No, I'm not. But I did actually just go get something, though. Wow, that didn't sound at all like you just picked up on my careful segue. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, we should probably sleep before these shows. Oh, we should, we should. Well, uh, All right, so everybody who's listening right now, Hang on at the end, because it gets really good at the end. It does? We're not yeah. there yet. Because, oh my because, god, you bought a time machine. No, because we both just had six shots of whiskey, and it hasn't actually hit, our, it hasn't taken effect yet. By the end, we should be just like, <laughs> you know how you wanted to puke because of exercise? Now you'll just want to puke because of whiskey. So, uh, so what'd you get? I got myself a brand new Canon camera. Wow. Okay, I know. what'd you get? A new Canon camera. No, I, I got that. <laughs> does it have a model number? Does it have specs? Yes, it does. I got myself a PowerShot SD1100IS. And IS is a uh, stands for image stabilization. Now, I have to tell you something. I, you, you know me, Pat. And that I am pretty much like the type of person who will never buy anything. because, But not because I don't want it, but just because like 
I get hit with this horrible bout of indecision. And, you know, I always feel like I'm making the wrong decision. Well, I actually had kind of a fun time getting this. I did, I did my research. So I, I'm like, I, I know I want to buy a camera. I know about what I want. So, you know, I want a little camera because I'm going on vacation in a couple of weeks and I wanted to have something uh, good to take with me. So I wanted a little camera. I wanted uh, one that had a viewfinder. I wanted one with, uh, what do you call it, like a, you know, the little view screen and a few other, you know, Zoom and all that stuff. So I went to uh, CNET.com and I just kind of looked around. And that is actually a great website for finding consumer electronics. They have really good reviews there and almost everything they have, they will, they have like a video where they basically show someone just kind of basically handling it. So you know what it looks like and they'll just show you some of the stuff, nothing too fancy, but it's pretty cool. So I did. And then I did something unprecedented for me. I found what looked good and then I went over to Best Buy so I could see it in person. And when I found, when I found that I was, satisfied with it i went home and ordered it off amazon.com wow that's a really fascinating story. <laughs> it's fascinating for me no so i got this this cam- camera and it's blue actually you know what i should have ordered it why uh because i bought amazon prime this christmas what does that mean it means i get free two-day shipping on like everything oh wow yeah uh, that's pretty cool i didn't get free two day shipping. I have an Amazon credit card, so maybe maybe I got certain benefits from that. I don't know. But anyway, so it has this is something I didn't realize that this existed, but it has voice tags on pictures. I've always said, "Oh, I really wish that I could take a picture and then just say what the picture is so I don't get home and say, "Wow, look, I have 15 pictures of trees." <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you do? You like shake it? Like this is like a magic eight ball. You're like, what is this picture? And you shake it upside down, and it comes up and says, you know, whatever trees. You know, I don't know. I just, I actually just, it actually just came in the mail yesterday, so I haven't gone that far. I got to play with it for like ten minutes, and then the battery that was in the packaging ran out. So, but it, so I, I'm like more like just the theory of it. It's like this camera is awesome. I haven't actually used it, but it's awesome. Uh, so, but right, it's, so what, what other the, features does it have? Uh, it can record video. Is it, it like YouTube compatible? Or I've seen that on a lot of newer cameras. You know, I don't know. I, I, I hope it is. I, that is like a selling point on some of them. It doesn't specifically say that, but I would assume it is. Uh, 8.3 megapixels. And wow. uh, there's like a lot of other things. The software is kind of interesting. You know, you can you can like change the color of things like right on the camera. Uh, you can, you know, it has like uh, assignable buttons. So there's like this button you can make it do whatever. You can hook it up to your printer and just hit the little print button. It will actually just print. And I know that's like kind of old technology, but uh, I just that thought that was kind of fascinating. It's convenient. So the reason, I mean, so I know everyone's like, "Wow, Craig bought a camera," you know, that is like not really cutting edge. That's not really kind of the point of the story. The point is. That when I bought this camera, it occurred to me that we're kind of like in the second age of consumer electronics now. You know, if you think about it, say since 2000, you know, really, you know, we had the dot-com boom where everything kind of revved up. And now we've been kind of cruising along uh, in this like highly technological lifestyle. But, you know, like anything, uh, we – even though the technology is going ahead really fast, what is not going ahead is that people – like someone like you or me, we don't, you know, every month camera, for instance, camera technology increases. We don't go out and buy a new camera every month. You know, once you spend some money on something, you kind of like hang on to it for a while. 
You know, um, yeah, my my camera is some HP. Um, I want to say it's like one point three megapixel. Yep. So yeah, well, I, I know what you're saying. Well, my camera, I actually bought this camera to replace a camera, which you know, I I bought a camera. So get this, I bought the Olympus D four fifty zoom, uh, which I bought in January of two thousand, and uh, it was a nineteen ninety nine model. It was like kind of. You know, it was like not on clearance, but it was uh, they were getting rid of them, and it looks like the old Olympus uh, film cameras. Super heavy, takes four AA batteries, and it's one point three megapixels, and it's just a it's just a beast. But oh, I'm oh, I'm sorry, I was wrong. It's one megapixel, and it has an RS two thirty two connection to the computer. Yeah, that was mine. And for all you don't know, that means serial port. Uh, my, that means it takes 45 minutes to get your crappy pictures. Yeah, mine actually mine came with an RS-232 cable also. So you hook it up to the serial port. I don't even know if computers have serial ports anymore. I mean – I think it's all been replaced by USB. Yeah, so this is – yeah, you click this and you know these pictures are – well, let me see. About five or six times larger than the – the old, you know, than our 1.3 megapixel ones, and they, it's almost instantaneous. I just heard a, a like a beeping in there that you must have been checking out your camera. Yeah, I'm trying to find the model number. Um, yeah, my camera's really old. So, so you know, all right. So we here, you know, I, I just replaced my camera. I went from this like kind of behemoth, and I would like to take a picture of the comparison, but I can't because <laughs> for oh, obvious reasons. Phone. Yeah, that is. You know, it's it's kind of amazing how good camera technology is, whatever, and like how cheap it is. Oh, incidentally, Except I bought my cell phones. In cell phones, it's like, you know, it, it's just this kind of anachronistic thing. I don't know. Oh, and I have to tell you, so I bought my camera, my Olympus camera, you know, in in two thousand for about like four hundred and eighty dollars or whatever. It was a nice camera for the time, and I bought this other one for like a hundred and fifty dollars, and it is ten times the camera that. You know that the Olympus is so. It's just I, I thought it's interesting. So what that got me thinking of is what technologies are we are starting to kind of go on to generation two. You know we're starting to replace things that we bought over the past few years. What are some of the things that ha- you've had to replace or are thinking about replacing that would uh, you know really you're going to start go from kind of aging to Bang, right at the forefront of technology. Wow. So uh, consoles for me, right? I'm a heavy gamer. Yeah. Um, so I've gone from like Xbox to Xbox 360. Sure. That's really about it. I have um, – no, that's not true. I went from a GameCube to a Wii. Uh-huh. Um, and, and I did not buy a PS3 because, you know, there are only like three games that <laughs> Yeah, well, I uh, console with me too. I, you know, I went from – the N64, which you know I didn't, I haven't played for a long time, but I bought that a long time ago, and I upgraded to a Wii also, and it's really just you know it's ten times the game system for you know half the money or not half the money, about the same amount of money I guess. But uh, so w- what else have you upgraded? So I I have an HD TV, and it's really funny. I bought it years ago. I bought it in two thousand five. Um, which unfortunately was just before uh, HDMI really came out everywhere, yep. so I don't have HDMI. Um, but I didn't actually move to HD until like last year, and then I had no idea how I ever didn't have HD. I, I would have to say 
the same thing. I don't actually own an HDTV, but uh, I had a roommate move in last year who brought an, you know, a 52-inch HDTV with him. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, how did I not ever have this? How did I ever use a little CRT? You know, <laughs> in the, and it's just, it's amazing. Uh, at some point, you know, I'm going to have to buy a TV, and uh, I think it'll be, <laughs> I, I'm happy that te- TV technology is where it is. So, for me, I, I've done a lot of upgrading uh, computers, and I know and probably that's kind of everybody would expect that. But, uh, you know, it, it's surprising, you know, even if you're really into technology, the computer people tend to not be like, you know, oh, the new fancy computers are coming out, I'm going to go upgrade. Because you, you know, as, as I know, what we end up doing is having, uh, uh, you know, you get really kind of entrenched with these. You know, you have your stuff on there, you get it set up just right. So you're going to be really kind of, you know, tentative about upgrading. But I, you know, I, I upgraded to Vista right before, you know, a brand new computer with Vista right before we started doing Tweaking Geek. And, uh, you know, now I'm in it for the long haul again. Yeah, I'm getting to the point of thinking about a new computer, but I'm not to the point of needing it yet. Yeah, you're considering thinking about uh, planning to think about getting a new computer. Is that what you're saying? Right. <laughs> so it's really interesting. I've got a um, a two or three year old computer right now, and, and it's uh, I I don't feel a burning need to replace it. Yeah, like that end of things has changed. Although, um, so I had a third life crisis do those exist it's like a midlife crisis from earlier yeah um and i bought an alienware uh laptop a few years ago yeah uh, which is a 17 inch 1900 by 1200 monitor i mean i've it, seen it and it's beautiful it weighs like seventy four thousand pounds um and i'm i'm starting to get really tempted by uh by netbooks yeah they're pretty nice there's something to be said for tiny, maybe even a tablet-style machine, not very expensive, relatively speaking. Um, but then I get rumored uh, stories about this Apple buying 10-inch touchscreens. So there's rumors of like an Apple netbook slash tablet. Then that'll probably be like $800. Yeah, I think it will be. Yeah, because you have in the notes 10-inch iPod Touch. All I can think of is a 10-inch iPod. That would, Wouldn't that just be like basically the Newton? <laughs> But you know what? If if the price point were good, wouldn't it be awesome? Yeah, pretty much. So well, it's funny because like with computers, I mean, I was I used to be build it myself, and you know, rah, it's all about power. And now it's like they're so they're a commodity. I mean, there's not even any point to building my own anymore. Yeah, the, the really until uh, until everybody is up to 64 bit processors, pretty much we're I, I wouldn't say we're at the limit, but it's just a very small changes now because you know. People, everybody has four gigs of RAM now. And, you know, no one's like, oh, you know, I just really wish because RAM is free, basically. You know, I, I th- sometimes I think of this. You, you know, you pay for packaging and transport of these products, and that's about it. Uh, you know, hard drive space. You you have you know, hard drive space is basically free. You know, processors aren't really getting much faster because they don't need to be faster. And so, what are you upgrading? You know, maybe your video card. So. I'd love to see a low-power processor that is quieter, or, you know, the computer doesn't have to have as much airflow, so it would be quieter. That would be nice. Yeah. But, so, I've I've, I've heard about uh, netbooks, too, and uh, the new touch touch uh, touch books or whatever from uh, Apple, and that, that looks very tempting. I would have to agree. That I, I 
have had laptops in the past, and I've always found them to be inconvenient, but something like this would be nice. Now, what about your telephone? So um, I'm locked into a contract for a while still. I'm tempted by the iPhone, but I, I don't know. I have a BlackBerry now. It's actually my second BlackBerry, and I have been happy with them, but the App Store is just getting so far ahead of BlackBerry's capability. I know. It's just amazing. You know, there's uh, another – what is it? The uh, Something by Palm that's coming out that everyone is it, – it's have the highly – The Palm Pre. Everyone – it's highly anticipated. But They have this radical idea that you write applications for it in HTML and JavaScript. So they might have a lot of applications. Oh. Well, that, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's pretty nice. So uh, I, I, I'm not I'm sure if you're being facetious or not. Yeah. No, that's that's actually the, how their application is going to work, and so they're getting all kinds of web-enabled applications really quickly. Cool. Now, see, I have a, a Motorola Razor, and my uh, my contract is actually up this month, and I'm like, oh, I would just love to go get myself an iPhone too, but I just I, I feel that we're on the end of the iPhone 3G's not life cycle, but this particular model. And I think that it, we're at a perfect time for them to release uh, like an upgraded model. And, you know, it's kind of rumored that they're, they're having some sort of announcement on the 24th and some people are like, oh, it's going to be new Mac desktops. And it's like, oh, come on. You know, I, I just hope it's a 32 gigabyte iPhone. Then I will be on board and I will go out and buy one. Yeah. So, uh, as we discussed in episode one of Tweaking Geek, um, I just upgraded to, from an iPod Mini to an iPod Touch last year. So that's kind of taken care of a lot of my iPod lust, my eye lust. Ah, uh, yes. I, I upgraded uh, at the same time from iPod Video to uh, an iPod Touch. And, that was, and that's a really good example of even the old iPods, even an iPod mini is still pretty decent technology, but you know, it just goes to show that good technology gets replaced by better technology pretty fast. Yeah. Um, so I'm also tempted, uh, by the Nintendo DSI that's coming out, which is an even smaller form factor Nintendo DS, uh, with a built-in camera. Ah. Um, so I had a PSP, which is the PlayStation portable and I just, it didn't work for me. It hurt my thumbs. The, I don't know, it was just the wrong size for me to really enjoy. And the games are, eh. I now, do you think that really the, good stuff about the Nintendo DS's game selection. So when you say that the, PS, your, the PSP wasn't the right size or whatever, it, like I've tried to play a Nintendo DS, and uh, like I just can barely hold the thing because the controls are so tiny. I, I mean, do you find, was that like, have you used a DS? No, so far I felt okay with DSs. Huh. Even even Guitar Hero, which is this really weird configuration on the DS, worked out okay. Did it really? I've, I'm curious about that. Yeah, they had a, a package that went into the uh, old-style cartridge port um, that had your buttons. So your buttons kind of hooked onto the back, and you had a little hand strap for it, and then you it had a pick-shaped stylus, and you would pick on the screen. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, um, so I, I'm going to wait till I see one and try it out, um, but I might give the DSi a try. Cool. Um, and What else have you replaced? Anything? Um, let me see. I, I replaced my family with a group of Stepford Wives. <laughs> nice. So I made a replacement just this week. Um, so I've been evangelizing Twitter Fox, which yep. is a Firefox plugin for Twitter. That's what I do most of my tweeting through. Um, I have upgraded to TweetDeck, which is an Adobe Air application. 
uh, which is basically a way to run Flex uh, applications as desktop apps. Yep. Um, because TweetDeck added the one feature I found that I was needing on Twitter, which is the ability to like group and sort all my tweet streams. So you can actually set up like searches, and they appear as like a column of tweets that you see. Or you can be like, here, select this group of people that I'm following. Um, like I have one of people that I actually know in real life, and it just follows them and things like that. So it's a it's a it's a pretty nice slick application. Um, I wish it were a little more portable than it is. Because if you if you're like me and you use a bunch of computers, you have to set each one up. Yeah, that that so- sounds pretty much like how it would have to be. I've used Adobe Air before uh, for something else. Uh, a, a Spaz. Have you ever heard of that one? I haven't. It's an Adobe Air Twitter application, and it was good except for uh, it kept making it so that none of my other mobile Twitter apps, you know, my non non uh, web Twitter apps, would get kicked out because it was checking too often. And when you check not through the web too often, it will say, "Oh, you know, you've hit your limit for this hour or whatever." Yeah, TweetDeck's actually really good about that. It lets you set your throttling for different types of checks, and then it keeps a tracker for you to let you know what percentage of your throttle you've used. Oh, that's that's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's really nice. Uh, if, I, if I recall correctly, you can say stuff like, you know, get my main feed this often and get my replies this often and my direct messages. You know. um, it, it's really good. I recommend checking it out if you're, if you're a heavy Twitter user. Just make sure you set it up on the computer you do most of your tweeting from first the not portable settings thing kind of sucks. Yeah, it seems as though Twitter is actually uh, starting to become much more popular these days. Uh, so I think we're going to see a lot more stuff with Twitter. And uh, it, In fact, there's already been a pundit term coined. They're like, we're moving from the blogosphere to the statusphere. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'm like, and you're moving to the dipshit sphere. <laughs> yes. I'm the same. Well, you know, that that's pretty lame. And you know what else is lame? Uh, the news is lame. Yeah, it's time for... The lamest, lamest news of, of the week. week. Wow, so that voice that you used for the voice under that our audience won't get to hear for the lamest news of the week... Yeah, I had this Euro trash accent. I thought you were Stefan for a minute. You are not worthy to listen to the music I play. <laughs> uh, so, what did you what did you dig up for us this week? Oh well, this is great. I have something. This is not lame. This is important. This is very important. So, actually, there's a little story behind this that I have that I have to tell because it's kind of a Twitter story. Because I have, you know, whatever, like 40 followers on Twitter, and I follow 40 people. And I'm, I'm, I'm a very, like, in a low-volume Twitter. But it's just kind of fun. But the other day, I was just feeling kind of dumb. And so I Twittered that there was an alien spacecraft over downtown Portland and that we were under attack, right? And almost, in like, I'm not sure exactly how this happened. Almost, not immediately, but within the next day, I got a, uh, uh, someone started following me. Who was the the who ran this uh, uh, this website called the Weekly World Inquisitor, which is basically like kind of you know like the Weekly World News type stuff, just this random random uh, news stories that are like you know Bat Boy whatever. So 
like I found this new blog, which is like all these like kind of funny news stories. But this one is not funny. This one is like the only one that I could find that was true. It's uh, the chimp man uh, who is the uh, product of secret government research is terrorizing Texas. So this is there was a secret project to make a half man and half chimp. But what happened is that it was really stupid. And so it runs around and it goes out and terrorizes everybody, but then it's too dumb. And then it will go back to captivity because that's where they fed it. And it's, they say you shouldn't approach it. And, uh, because it's, well, it's bad. And it's like, uh, I think they call them like ornery. And, but here's the most important thing. So if, if, if you're offended by bad language, don't listen to this next thing. They say it's as dumb as a hat full of assholes. <laughs> oh, and if you're offended by bad language, you should have stopped listening a few minutes. That's right. Cause wow. So, um, so the yeah. chimp man is terrorizing Texas. And they said, uh, quote, unquote, the operation of which he has was a part has come to an end. So Chimpman's usefulness was at an end. And what do you do with a clueless, useless, and frankly embarrassing screw-up? I guess dumping him in some Texas wasteland seemed like the natural solution. <laughs> so um, looking at the article, it sure looks like uh, they photoshopped someone's picture onto the face of a chimp. No, Seems that's... like someone I might even recognize. <laughs> no, no, no. That is impossible. This is this is important news. There has been no Texan who looks like a chimpanzee who has spent eight <laughs> years screwing up that I could possibly think of. It was so fun. is your story lame because the news was lame, because the covering of it was lame, or because it's total bullshit with a Photoshop picture? <laughs> this is a this is a new option this week, by the way. I'm totally a sucker for Photoshop pictures. <laughs> You know, I know the I know the the thing is, I have to say, even though there's like a heavy political uh aspect of this, I just thought like the whole idea of like the chimp man <laughs> Texas. It just like I don't know, it somehow like rang true. So it is In it, the it, night he flings poo at orphans. Exactly. It, I think which it, we salute him. I th- I think it's lame. It is lame because they canceled the government <laughs> they canceled the government secrets uh whatever uh the secret project that created the chimp man we need many more uh strange human animal hybrids and if they want to go into public office that's okay too (laughs) so what do you have for lame news pat um so what i have is uh, a a company called uh, worlds.com um and they've made some news in the video game world this year um so they bought someone who bought someone like uh in the late 90s uh there was this uh Starlight Starbright Foundation which is a uh, a real charity that works with seriously ill children and they uh did some work for like online virtual world stuff uh for that. Uh nothing really came of it. The company kind of went blah, um as so many do. They yeah. they make that when every time a high tech company goes down it goes blah, it makes that exact sound. Uh-huh. Um so they've actually got a couple of patents that uh, uh, people are poo-pooing. You know, uh, oh, this is obvious; it had been done before. Um, they're actually may, may have some merit, um, but they govern um, virtual world technology, having thousands of people in a space, all sorts of uh, techniques for culling 
uh, right? Like if I can't see you, maybe you shouldn't be sending me network traffic because I don't care. Uh, stuff <laughs> like that. That you know, when you scale to this kind of size, it's really important. Sure. Um, they sued NCSoft this year, um, who make City of Heroes um, or Guild Wars. If you ever heard of those, um, sure, games. I've heard of City of Heroes. Fairly popular online games. Yeah. Um, I've I've played the crap out of City of Heroes. So um, anyway, um, so they sued NCSoft, who's like the doing okay but not really huge company in the online gaming industry and they sued them in east texas for patent infringement and east texas is like where patent infringement cases almost always go to the plaintiff um so anyway they released a statement saying that if they win they quote absolutely quote intend to pursue lawsuits against like world of warcraft and second life really yeah so it's uh i mean it's just too bad that we see a lot of this where you have a company that has absolutely no product, but they bought some dead company's patents and they're attacking. Interesting. So why is this news lame? Is, does, is there any photoshopping involved? There is no photoshopping. It's lame in part because there's actually a screenshot of character generation from World of Warcraft as the lead picture for the story. Um, but it's lame. I mean, it's lame because it sucks when a company that's really not contributing anything to society you know, does something Start. like this. WoW might not contribute a lot, uh, but, you know, it's big business, at least. This company is just like, and we're going to sue you because that's our business model. Yep. Well, I think we've heard of companies like that before, <clears throat> SCO. <laughs> so, so it'll be interesting to see where this goes. That will be interesting. You'll have to keep us updated. And I would have to vote that you win the lame news this week because even though mine is probably more relevant, I think that we'll just give you this one. <laughs> See, I'll say yours is lamer and mine is news, and that makes this really a, a difficult decision. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to give it to the chimp man. Uh, all right, how about the, it's a tie? It's a tie. All right, yay! So, so, uh, so we've been kind of not doing episodes lately. I know that's because you know I, I have actually been out hunting chimp man, <laughs> um, but things are going to be really busy this spring. So, uh, fair warning to all our listeners, we're actually going to take April off. It's like Tweak and Geek vacation. We are. Um, But we can, I think we're going to get one more episode in before then. Yeah, and it'll make, uh, it's like an absence makes a heart grow fonder type thing. You know, so our, hopefully our, uh, our listeners will have fonder hearts or they'll be more absent. I'm not sure which, but... Maybe yeah. they'll like us more if they don't hear us as often. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah, I'm, I, I see where you're going. Okay. So, uh, sorry everyone, but uh, we're, we're we're busy with like our jobs that pay money. Yeah, actually, I'm going on vacation, so you're going to be doing a job. Oh, so I'm busy with my job that pays money while Craig is lighting his money on fire and you know doing coke off a hooker's butt. <laughs> Or whatever it is you're doing on your vacation. It's far for me to cast aspersions on your leisure. No, no. I, I was just actually wondering if you could uh, help me book my next trip. So. <laughs> so, All right. So I think that's about it. Good. Well, we'll I'll see you in May. Um, I want to apologize, by the way, to our listener, D, whose identity we accidentally divulged last time. What's up, D? I, I sure hope none of the you know, ten people who listen to this show, eight of whom know you, um, figured out who you are exactly exactly so sorry about that d you demand 
So uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or anything like that, give us a call at 678-999-6321. Look at that. I got our phone number in this That was time. good. And, or you can email us at tg at tweakinggeek.com. Uh, or hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Exactly. You should hit us up on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, one last thing. Did you like my new Twitter icon? I do like your new Twitter icon, Mr. Pope. <laughs> yeah, my Twitter my Twitter avatar is the Pope. I love it. Uh, is okay. your Twitter avatar the Pope, or is the Pope your Twitter avatar? Because saying your Twitter avatar is the Pope is like kind of amazing. <laughs> like, my Twitter avatar was elected Pope. <laughs> Yay! Yay, all right. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. This episode is over. lamest news of the week bumper here. All right, now let's be quiet for a few seconds so I'll be able to find this. And five, six, seven, eight. Okay, Pat, let's just do a quick sound check. All right, so so what do I need in a sound check? Like sibilance and like explosive phonemes, whatever you call them. Uh, how about, uh, say, the periodic table? Uh, I don't know the periodic table. I'm I, should, I, I should actually say recite the periodic table. <laughs> the the right, periodic uh, table. Uh, Sultry siren Tori Amos punched a pack of stupid, smelly orphans <laughs> and pissed on their puppies. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll, all right. My turn. <laughs> no, you know what? I, I, I'm so sullied by that silly, uh, silly thing you put forth on the – I can't think of enough P's. Perpetrated. 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 That you perpetrated. All right. I'll just go with my – Pretty Petunia pissed on Silly Sally's sick puppies. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> For old time's sake, do one dying elephant, please. No, I can't do it. That, I, I promise I won't put it on the podcast. So so yesterday we were No, no, you have to do No, this is this is relevant. Okay. We're watching Sci Fi Channel. And uh, they had, like, Ghost Hunters, which I don't know if you've ever watched, but it's, like, the most stupid show ever. I, I've watched not watching it. It's, like, they never do anything. Like, they're always, like, if you're here, make a sign. So I was, like, if you're here, make a... <laughs> and we just, like, cracked up. <laughs> oh.